Welcome back to Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And I almost started that with a British accent. I almost did too. How are you doing today, Ash? Oh, I'm splendid. Thank you so much for asking. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm fine. Phoebe and I have, once again, see, we did this for you guys. Phoebe and I talk for like a really long time about... I don't even know what we just covered in the last hour-long conversation, but we do that so that when we get on this podcast and we start recording, things will be more, like, more focused. They aren't ever, but, like, they're they're better than they could be, you know? I feel really strange being, like, teasing conversation that, like, no one will ever hear because no one else is meant to hear those conversations. But when you're like, if you could only imagine the things that we covered, wow. We're back um, in your ears for another episode this week. And we're going to chat about maybe a little little audiobook reading update from our previous TBL episode. Talking about our current reads, obviously. And then also getting into our our vision boards for summer reading our our summer reading vibe because soon it is the best season upon us the season where Ashley and I both spend the majority of our days reading on our waterproof kindles in the pool (laughs) and living our best New England girl summer lives in our last episode we discussed our our to be listening our, our our tbls the books that we were planning on reading on audio and i have finished all three of those books <laughs> that i said i was going oh my god you're so much better than me but i am not i have not but it's only because i had these long car rides so i literally read two of them in one sitting and one of them in like the span of two days and i have since started a new series on audio that I think is going to become a very unhealthy hyperfixation, which, you know, what else is new? Wait, what did you just start? I'm listening to Flawless by Elsie Silver, and uh, I'm, oh my gosh, the, I have. What is the series? It's like Chestnut. Chestnut Springs. Chestnut Springs. The ah, Chestnut the other. Springs series. It is so far from my vibe like except for it being like small town but I am just you know I I don't know if it's the era's tour and it's seeing everybody's fun outfits I don't know if it's continuing to be obsessed with the show Yellowstone but I I'm like in this like cowboy romance moment (laughs) and I'm obsessed with it I love that for you so much it's so fun to step outside of your comfort zone. And I think that is what the beauty of audiobooks are. Like, I downloaded that before I had to leave on another long road trip this past weekend because I realized after listening to Coach, I was like, oh my God, Small Town Romance is so good on audio because it's so, mm-hmm. like, immersive and it makes you feel like you're watching, like, One Tree Hill or something. I don't know. And so... I was trying to, I was like, what else is something? I was trying to go for like another sports romance, but then I was like, I'm really in like a football mood and football sports romance is really a good football sports romance is like good, hard to find. So I like took 
uh, I took a risk and I was like, I'm going to try this book. And I, I said this to Ashley before we started recording, I hate the narrators. I really don't like the, the audio production, but the story is really good. So I'm like powering through because I hear that the rest of the audiobooks get better. Yeah, I really, I mean, I, the fact that I haven't read this series yet is like so upsetting to me. <laughs> I like really need to read it, but I, I desperately want to get to Powerless. I don't know why, but there's just like something about that. It's like, um, friends to lovers, like childhood friends to lovers. And there's just like something about what I've heard from the characters that I'm like very much excited about, except for the hero's name is Jasper in that book. And then in, in Jasper Vale by Debney Perry, also his name is Jasper. And there is nothing about that name to me that is sexy. (laughs) Because it also gives me like Twilight vibes. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Like, I also am not a fan of that name in a romance novel. Yeah, but anyways, I will get by it. And he's a hockey player. Oh, yeah. I am, I'm like, I've read like a good amount of like hockey books lately. That's, I would say if Cowboy Era is like out of left field for you, like hockey romances are the out of left field for me that I've been like reading lately I mean we all know I'm at uh exactly 12% in icebreaker RIP to that buddy read with John just leave him in the dust I'm going to I'm gonna go back to it so I am so I read iced out which like oh my god I think I've already talked about it on the podcast like I don't read a lot of MM romance like I, I you know it occasionally I will read one but like I don't, I wouldn't say like I actively like seek it out, but the premise of that one sounded like really good. Let's be honest. I saw a single quote and I was like, yes, it had my favorite trope in it. And I was like, "Mm, okay, let's go. And it was so like sweet. It was like true enemies to lovers, but then it was just like such a sweet story. And that like hooked me and I was like, oh, I don't want to leave this, like this world. I'm meaning like world. I mean like, I guess the tension that comes with a sports romance where Mm. it's like, you've got like the you know um teammates like playing together or like the you know one character on the sidelines rooting for the other one or there's just like so much like fun tension there with the sport itself I didn't want to like leave that feeling so then I picked up this other book rule number five that's also a hockey romance this one's like new adult college age and it's like there's like rules this girl's like I have rules and like, the number one rule is, like, never date a hockey player. And he's, like, mm, I'm going to prove you wrong type premise. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so fun. I haven't finished that yet. And then I also am, like, dabbling back into Omegaverse. And there's this Omegaverse I picked up not too long ago. Haley said that I would really like. The Omegaverse I picked up is a hockey Omegaverse, which I've never read. Like, all of the um, Omegaverses I read have all been, like, motorcycle or, like, I don't know, some sort of, like, gang or, you know, pack-related because that's the premise of an Omegaverse. Um, But, yeah, this is, like, there's, like, a hockey one. One pucked up pack is what it's called. Because last spring, I was desperate for Kit McBride Gets a Wife by Amy Berry. And I think it's Amy Berry. And I couldn't find it at any bookstores and I was so desperate to find it. And then I bought it. And then obviously I never read it. I'm obviously doing this Chestnut Springs series on audio. 
But I, I think my next physical read is going to have to be Kit McBride Gets a Wife because there's another book coming out. And I told myself I would really, I have to do, speaking of vision boards for summer reading, one thing that I need to do this summer is I need to unhaul some books. Oh my God, same. Like so bad. So badly. I need to, I think I'm going to finally make a Pango Books shop, but I also just like need to donate a bunch because I'm like, I'm number one, I'm like kind of embarrassed by the amount of unread books and I'm literally, it's like making me freeze and I'm not reading my Mm -hmm. physical TBR and I really want to be reading it because when I am reading a physical book, I feel so excited about it and I love to like highlight and annotate like in the moment Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go back through my shelves and like I've kept I've held on to a lot of romances that I've like bought at the bookstore or whatever and I'm like yes like I'm I'm so excited to read this and then it goes on my shelf and then I never read it so I think I need to take but I never want to get rid of those because I'm always like I will eventually read it because it's a romance book and I know I'm gonna read it like this it's it's an easier call for me for like the bi- autobiographies on my shelves that I'm like, okay, I'm never going to read this in right. physical form for sure. If I, if I do read it, it's going to be an, it's going to be an audiobook. Um, so I can unhaul that pretty easily and make that call pretty easily. But for romance, I'm always like, oh, but maybe, but maybe one day, but I think I need to like take like a long, hard look at my shelves and say, Ashley, are you going to read this or are you not going to read it? And if you like, so I can think, like, just, like, visualizing my shelves. I know that I would still keep Kiss Quotient, the Kiss Quotient, and that whole series because that's one that I really, really want to read. So I'm going to keep it even though I haven't read it. But then... I also know that you mm, love it. I really... I just... I know. That... I know. I've, I think... I, how many times have I said this on the podcast? Somebody who has been listening the last three years, please let me know. I think that Michael is such a soft boy but like I know now I'm like in my like little because now I've got I'm reading yours truly and I'm like oh oh he's such a soft boy we'll talk about that in a second because we'll do our audiobook uh but yeah I I want to read that series but then like I think of like um Well Met by Jen DeLuca I just don't know if I'm ever going to be in my like renaissance girly era like I just don't know if I'm ever going to read that see I really enjoyed that book like I I think that's one of my like most recommended romances but I don't – I do think that you would like the guy, but, but – Like, enough for me to – I don't know. I think it's you like, would like it on audio. I I don't know. I just – there's, like, i got to make some decisions. i got to make some hard right. calls on what I'm going to keep and what I'm not, you know? I 100% agree with that. I was literally – I was just, like, sitting in my office today and, like – my most of my unread books are like behind me and every time I turned around I'd be like oh my gosh like and so I think I like what you said about like you know going through like you know like you'll keep most of your romances I need to get rid of some books that like I bought on a whim and either like give them to my mom that are more like literary fiction that I just know Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna read right now or like I like to hang on to like a couple thrillers because I do get in the thriller mood every now and then I started bringing my like all of those books to work and so now like the workers come in and they're like what books do you have for me to read I'm like oh you should read that one I haven't read it yet but like sounds good (laughs) because it's all the books I I 
haven't read because I'm not bringing my romance books in to the office. I want to bring Loki. I want to bring The Devil You Know in and make somebody read it because that's about um, an associate trying to make partner at a big law firm. Ooh. Yeah. Drama. So speaking of getting through a physical TBR, something that I always love is when I find – a book that's been on my physical TBR for quite some time and I've sort of like lost my drive to want to read it mm-hmm. but then I find the audiobook available from like the library or on Scribd mm-hmm. or something. So this upcoming Saturday, April 29th is Independent Bookstore Day. It's the 10-year anniversary of Independent Bookstore Day hosted by American Booksellers and you know we love Libro FM so much. Libro FM is having a massive audiobook sale. Again, this is not an ad. They're never paying me to say this. I wish they would, but they're not. They're having a massive audiobook sale for the next seven days. And I purchased a number of audiobooks that I have physical copies of that I just like have not gotten around to reading that I really, really want to read. And all yeah. of these audiobooks were $5 or less. I was going to say, I saw I that I just got um, the Kiss Quotient. It's four ninety nine right now. Yes. I just was like, saw I was like perusing the email and I was like, oh my God. And that was like one of the first Yeah, I think that's like on the homepage. Yeah. Um, I got A Caribbean Heiress in Paris by Adriana Herrera, which mm. I bought last summer because it's the most gorgeous cover. But I'm just like... I'm never really in a historical romance mood, but I love Adriana yeah. Herrera. So I was like, okay, now I will definitely read it. And I think that this audiobook, the member discount was like $3.50. Um, I got The Witches of Moonshine Manor, which is by Bianca Murray, which if you've listened to the podcast since the beginning, yeah. we love Bianca Murray. And I think this is like a, Rust. yeah, it's a magical heist gone wrong, which just sounds Cute. like it'll be fun. Um, I did get one nonfiction. I got Christian Chenoweth's new book. I'm no philosopher, but I got thoughts. Christian Chenoweth is a big Broadway person. I got Fool Me Once by Ashley Winstead. I thought that Ashley Winstead only wrote thrillers, but Ashley Winstead writes romance. And um, I love that. I love the um, overlap between thrillers and romance like authors. I feel like there's a good amount. Yeah, it says. Lee Stone is a 21st century woman. She kicks kicks butt at her job as a communications director at a woman-run electric car company. Um, And after work, she is stoner, drinking guys under the table and never letting any one of them get too comfortable in her bed. That's because Lee's learned one big lesson, never trust love. Four major heartbreaks set her straight from her father cheating on her mom all the way to Ben Lauderman in grad school, who wasn't actually cheating, but she could have sworn he was, so she reciprocated in kind. Then Ben shows up five years later, working as a policy expert for the most liberal governor in Texas history, just as Lee is trying to get a clean energy bill rolling. Things get complicated and competitive as Lee and Ben are forced to work together. Tension builds just as old sparks reignite, fanning the flames for a romantic dust-up the size of Texas. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah, and so I guess she has a new book coming out called The Boyfriend Candidate, which is about, you know, the liberal governor in Texas. So, Hmm. yeah, and I'm I'm excited to read this. It sounds super fun. Um, I love that when you can like find books on and like you said in a different format and it's like ooh like I maybe I wouldn't have picked this up right now if I was only dealing with a physical book but because I've got 
you know, a different option of how to consume that book. I'm going to give it a go. Yeah. And then I also got Electric Idol by Katie Robert, which I may regret reading on audio. Oh my God. Please let me know how the audio experience is. I I have to finish the series or like whatever that's out so far. I've only read Neon Gods and I've had Electric Idol on my Kindle for like a year. And I'm like, you know what? I just, I'm going to give it a go. Because if I get into it, but the audio is too much. Yeah. From like a spice standpoint, I'll just switch to the Kindle. That's what I was just going to say. Sometimes I use audiobooks to like jumpstart the reading experience. Like I'm like, oh, it's, I just need to get past that first 15% where it's like you're getting to understand the characters. It's like a little bit slower. Like once I get past that, then I can like I'm invested in the story and I could right. like switch to a physical book. I love that. For 100%. Audiobooks. And then this is for Allison. I got Ray Bearer. Oh my God. I have the prettiest edition. <gasps> yes. I have – I got the – fairy loot edition of that book I still haven't read it because it's so beautiful I don't have the other I don't have another edition of it and it's so beautiful I'm like I can't open these pages like it's just like so pretty so maybe I should try it on audio I bought it on last year's independent bookstore day from Alice Ever After Books my favorite like children YA bookstore here in Buffalo Mm -hmm. and it was like on my summer TBR last year I like vowed that I was going to read it but I just am so rarely in the mood for fantasy and I so now I now I will read it like and now I know I will and I'm very excited about so I'm excited about all of these books because I own physical copies of them I except for fool me once I don't have a physical copy of that um I've been meaning to read them and now like I, I for those five six books it was like less than $20. It was less than the price of one audiobook. And all of your proceeds go to support independent bookstores. So. Yeah. And while we're talking about independent bookstore, Bookmarks, which is my local bookstore, and also we've had them on the podcast before, they have like the most exciting Saturday planned for the Saturday. So if you're local to the area, please, 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 please check it out. Um, They have like a full day of like giveaways and crafts and activities and exclusive merch for independent bookstore day that's out on that day and then they're ending with like um, a special edition of book trivia there at four so and if you know where bookmarks is it's like right next to this um kind of like event space with like a coffee uh and bar like a bar area that's called footnotes (laughs) which i just love oh it's like yeah, isn't that cute? It's like bookmarks and footnotes. And footnotes. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, I'm I will be there. So, if you see me, come say hi. That's so cute. I'm actually so we have eleven independent bookstores in Buffalo, and they're running a campaign right now. They're calling it like the Indie Bookstore Passport Challenge, where you get a stamp if you visit all of them in the next seven days. But oh, that's so cute. I know, but I'm going to be in Charleston this weekend, so I'm not going to be at any oh, of my no. independent bookstores. So I'm going got, to be in my neck of the woods. I know. I have gotten some recommendations for bookstores in Charleston, but I'm going for a bachelorette party. And so I'm hoping we are we do have shopping scheduled, and so I'm hoping that I'll, I'll be able to find a bookstore like in like the what's it called like high street or king street or something king street so if you are local to me please visit all of the bookstores and especially go to fitz waffles and books and get a waffle because they're so good 
Um, Did you know that John and I got engaged in Charleston? No. Yeah, that's where we got engaged. So please go to the fountain. There's like a giant pineapple yeah. fountain. That's where we got engaged. Oh, I'll have someone recreate a photo with me. Yeah, I don't have a single photo of our engagement, so you could do that. Well, I'll bring <laughs> a Polaroid <laughs> camera. <laughs> I, that's actually how the – like we have pictures. We, I, I know, don't know because I stalked I your personal Instagram. Oh, so you saw them? Yeah. Those yeah. are the only photos that I have of the – like which you can't even see John in the Polaroid. This is before – things are cool and you could take a picture on your regular phone and then just send it to the Polaroid so that you actually had a good quality picture. Those were like actually taken with Polaroids. My (laughs) husband set up a, so when Nick proposed, he like had me like look out over the mountains and I was like, oh, he just knows I did the hike for the Instagram photo. And while I was turned around, he like very quickly set up this like teeny tiny individual tripod and was like filming him proposing. So like by the time I never saw it until I turned around and then I was distracted because he was proposing. Um, so we have this whole video, but I was so surprised that it's like literally 60 seconds of me being speechless. Yeah. <laughs> and I've never been able to watch it again. If you have any Charleston bookstore recommendations, please let me know. Oh, you know what book takes place in Charleston that you should read while you're there? Getaway Girl? Yeah. I want to see if I can fi- – I doubt they'll have a copy, but I would love to I'm sure they find will. a copy. Because I have a hard copy – I have a signed copy of Runaway Girl, but I – I think I have a second copy of Getaway Girl I could send you. I know, but what It's like saying? now like out – like that one never was not out. Runaway Girl was a hard one to find. So you should be able to – But it like – place in Charleston. Yeah. I want, so maybe they'll have it somewhere. That would be really um, fun. I'm trying to be more judicious about what I bring into same. my into my reading life. I really I know I say this all the time, but I really need to be more particular about reading on my Kindle beforehand. Like Yeah. I was just gonna say though, now that I have the Kindle and I literally like I love my Kindle more than life itself. Like it is sometimes I just like I just like hug it and I'm like I'm so grateful for you like you are just so great and it I truly never, has changed my reading life right like it's changed my life period and I know that I'm like I know that I'm like a broken record at this point on Instagram with talking about how much I love my oasis but let me just like give you like one little pitch or not a pitch really but like the thing that I mean obviously I love the buttons that's why I love the oasis but ever since I put the case on it it's like I love it even more because it has the same – now it's like not as thin. It's got the same thickness as the paper white. So now it's like super comfortable to hold it and it feels like more durable. And then it's got the buttons and it's just like, oh, my God, this is like my whole world. It's like all in this tiny little package that I just like hold. It's not that I just like carry it around the house because it just like it's comforting. It's like my emotional support water bottle, but like it's a Kindle. I, I mean, I fully understand that because I was reading a book – I was reading a physical copy of a book and it felt like the first 50% was so long and then I wanted to read in the bath so I was like oh like I'm let me like use my Kindle copy of it and mm-hmm. then I blew through the book and so I'm like am I broken but like I don't know I just I read faster it holds my I, think, I do too I think it also gives the illusion of and like I think this goes for any reader obviously like we both use Kindles but like if you use a Nook or a Kobo or anything like that I think that this is a truth universally acknowledged it gives me the illusion of technology 
So I reach for my phone less, I think. That's such a good point. And, like, I will literally put my phone like that's when i'll charge my phone i'll like go and i'll charge my phone i'll be like okay my phone will be charging while i'm listening to my kindle or listening yes to kindle, reading from my kindle and it like gives that like like you said it's like you're holding the device that you're used to holding which is your phone but it's like bigger and you can only do one thing on it that's what i love that's why i could never i don't know how you did the ipad before oh i, could I, never do I hated iPad. it that's why i barely read ebooks because i i hated reading on my ipad but i also was not well i didn't have as much uh i was younger then so i didn't have as much disposable income um and i just i i couldn't justify spending the money on a kindle when i was yeah. like i have an ipad that does the exact same thing and then once i but I, but it do, it's not the exact same thing right. at all my ipad was and this is such a first world problem it was so heavy but like I wasn't excited to read on it I I have the Kobo and I like it because the the Kobo that I have is very like much like the Oasis it's got the buttons on it um it's just man like nothing can compete with that Kindle library that's that's what it comes down to which is like really unfortunate like if we could push things like if if we could and that's why like I'm such a strong proponent of like libro getting bigger and bigger especially when it comes to audiobooks because like the only i prefer the libro app i prefer the way that their website is set up i prefer how easy it is to navigate to find new audiobooks to get staff recommendations like i just love that app so much for audiobooks the mm-hmm. literal only con is that they don't have as many indie authors on there right. because there's so many exclusive contracts with Audible. Um, a lot of KU authors, if they're going to do audio audiobooks, it makes sense to do Audible. Like, it's just, there's such a, like, we need to, like, continue to make these things more, like, accessible so that indie authors do have an opportunity to work with a company like Libro as opposed to Audible. So, right. hopefully. Libro, again, we're available. Let us help. <laughs> let us help you let us help all right well now that we have uh opined on our love of the kindle once again let's chat a little bit about what we're currently reading i am approximately oh sorry i was gonna say first thing is i am like 75 maybe almost 80 percent i don't know 75 percent the way through yours truly (gasps) and okay I'll be honest I was liking it but I wasn't like this is better than part of your world which is how it was like sold to me like you know so many people were like oh my god this is even better than part of your world and I don't think you understand like my love for Daniel Grant is so deep like so so deep I think because I relate a lot to Alexis in I don't know she just the way that Daniel was able to comfort her felt like he was speaking more to me and comforting me like that that type of like reciprocal I don't know it just like I got he got me you know Mm -hmm. and so part of your world was like so special to me so I was like I was really liking this for the first like 30 40 percent I'm like they're cute they're funny like this is like all the things I love but I wasn't like yeah Jacob's better than Daniel and I'm still not gonna say that but like oh my god the last like 15 percent 20 percent that I read I'm just like literally like like 
if you passed me on the highway or like at a stop sign, you would have been like, what the f- is that girl on? Because I had this smile on my car. Like I literally looked like probably like, like the biggest grin on my face. I'm just like at a red light. Like, <laughs> like listening to the audiobook. I am so obsessed with them right now. So anyways, I see. Those are my thoughts. I, Jacob, I felt like was speaking to my soul. The, his internal thoughts I can relate to on such a visceral oh my God. level. The anxiety, the social anxiety and all that. Like, I, I totally agree. Like, I have highlighted so many things about that. I'm like, thank you for putting to words how I feel in these Yes. Yes. That I just was like, I can't, like, it just sucked me in in such a like deeply profound way but I saw that this morning you got to the quote where it's like what are like I know all of your quiets (laughs) (laughs) like scoop out my soul and stomp on it Abby Jimenez I oh my god I can't even handle it you know what this book feels like this book feels like to me like right now like their words it feels like sliding into bed with fresh sheets on a Sunday evening Mm. like it just feels yeah refreshing and comforting and new and exciting and like the start of like start of something beautiful I just oh yeah that's the, the 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 I know all of your quiets like that's something that like Nick would say to me like not like literally those words but like picking out like noticing the like teeny tiny little changes Mm -hmm. in me I'm like oh my god I just oh love it so yeah so I am currently uh listening to that and I am currently reading polar opposite um the faith and the dead end devils which is the most recent sweet verse novel by Catherine Moon um I don't know like their books yes Yes, they're all megaverses. And, oh, okay. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it's really it's really good too. Like I really one of the things I really appreciate about Catherine Moon. First of all, I think she does Omegaverse versus like better than anybody else. Like truly, uh, she just does such a good job. Anyways, um, she also like those books get heavy. I mean like huge content warning for like literal there's like human trafficking in this book and that's what she is like trafficked and then she's like rescued and like that's like the premise of the story and um so it gets so heavy at times and like I just I really I really love how it's kind of like how uh Sierra Simone's books strike me where sometimes it's like you're so heavy in the content but then it can be so like lovely and sweet but then also like really like hot and spicy like it's just like that perfect blend of all those things and you just don't expect it and I just think Catherine Moon writes like her writing style is fantastic if you love really really spicy books like I just think she does a fantastic fantastic job so anyways I'm reading those two and like so far yours truly has been the slowest of slow burns so like those two are like a nice little pair (laughs) together it's a it's slow burn slow anyways okay what are you currently so my my audio is flawless by elsie silver that i already talked about at the start of this episode 
Um, I just finished Meet Me at the Lake by Carly Fortune. Um, I'll have to have my thoughts on that another time. Um, and I started like in the 20 minutes that I had between finishing work and us getting on to record. Um, I started A Perfect Vintage by Chelsea Fagan. Oh, this is a debut novel and it's set in the, the Loire Valley of France. And it's supposed to be like for like fans of the idea of you and like that type of oh. like, which I did not love the idea of you. I also read it during the week of the election in 2020. So I wonder if like it was my fault and not the book's fault. Um but this I, say. I know this was sent to me by my friend Mackenzie, who is like working on the um, publicity campaign, like literally started her own marketing company because of this book. So she runs the Bad Bitch Book Club, if you know, um, she's Mackin style on Instagram. So I was like, I need to know what this book is all about, because it's got like all of the girlies in a tizzy. So that's what I'm reading on my Kindle. Ooh, I'm literally one. Let me know. I will. Um, I'm only one chapter in, and then I think I'm gonna start Kit McBride. On oh yeah, I'm very excited about it because the whole point of this episode we were supposed to talk about vision boards and whatever, but vision board for summer reading. I just see, you know, I see stacks of books with <laughs> happily ever afters. I see perfectly pink sunsets and fluffy clouds um like lots of i've been really into like mocktails lately which Mm. um i think it's from doing drunk peter pan where i'm just like okay i think i need a break from alcohol (laughs) um and uh yeah i don't know i just i i have this like perfect vision of since i'm not doing uh, i don't have i'm not doing a four month long contract this summer I just like see like late nights and early mornings like reading and like I don't know you know that like perfect like mm-hmm. rain that stops the moment you need to do things outside in the summer but so like the air is like a little bit cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's those are the vibes I'm trying. What to a channel. vibe that I love. I I envision my I feel a lot of really sunny days and pool days like we were saying before like I just I think my reading this summer is going to be inspired by that feeling of wearing like an oversized sweater when your skin is still like hot from the sun like maybe a little sunburned yes (laughs) like and you're just like you come back in and you like feel that like chill from the sun and so you put on a sweatshirt and you like curl up and you read a book like that is your hair is wet and put in a bun and you let it like just like dry with the chlorine in it or the salt water I mean I don't know yeah oh my gosh that is that is like the and I'm just like I was thinking back to like what I read last summer and I read like a deal with the devil and like some of my favorite romances that had that like high banter and so I really I think that's what I'm like striving for in the summer months the royals next door 
Yes. Like I, I want to like strive for more of that like high banter, high fun, whimsical, just like light, laugh out loud books. Like I don't want to be like dragged down by the intensity. I just want to keep it light and fun and summer and breezy. And I'm very busy this summer. So I feel like I need my books to be the thing that like kind of just like, I don't know, just like fun. Yeah. The books that are like zippy. Yeah. <laughs> where yeah. like 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 the where like you know when you're reading and like the entire world gets blocked out mm-hmm. and like you there's like this sounds so strange but like you're like you feel like you're like sort of like buzzing because you're only focusing on the book that you're holding in your hands. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. yeah. That's what I always want for summer as well. Like I don't want to be like scrolling and we still have like quite a bit of time to be honest. It snowed here today. So <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty much summer here. So. Uh, but anyway, those those are the vibes. Yeah. So you guys, tell us what you're excited about for this coming season of reading. What yeah, your let vibes us know, are going to be like. Let us know if we should do like a summer reading like series or something or like, I don't know, anything special. Oh my God, imagine <gasps> how fun would it be if we came up with like a summer reading this, like you're in school. I think we should. And you like get like stars or rewards you know like just like in your regular summer reading program yeah let's do it okay perfect well that's gonna be our project (laughs) yeah let us know what we should add to our summer reading list and let us know what you're excited about reading what you're currently listening to any audiobook takes that you want to give us since we're still kind of like quasi in this like audiobook series that we're doing yeah, and let us know your plan for Independent Bookstore Day, like where you're going to be shopping. I always love discovering because, you know, I obviously like we live in different areas, but, you know, one way to support an independent bookstore in your area is just like giving them love on social media. So mm-hmm. let us know your favorite bookstores in the area. And we can't wait to see you next time. Thanks for listening. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.